Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host Sara Davison shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. Welcome back to the show. And today I'm going to be diving into the pain of a breakup. Now, why do we feel that intense pain? It's strange, isn't it? Because actually there is no real physical pain. You haven't actually broken your heart, but it really feels like an intense physical pain. And that can manifest in so many different ways. It can be a an aching way your heart is. It can be the overwhelm of all those negative emotions, the stress, the anxiety, the overwhelm from all of those all happening at the same time. Fear of the future, fear of uncertainty. I know, I mean, the pain is big, right? So that's why I wanted to do this episode today because it is something I see time and time again in my clinic that people are dealing with huge amounts of pain. Now, I wanted to look at this from a slightly different angle to give you a fresh perspective, because I think that can really help you to get a hold on where you are. We want to try as many things as possible, don't we, that are going to help you move forward. So let's think about it like this. What is pain? Well, pain is giving a voice to something you need to address. So I'm gonna say that again, because it's really important. Pain is giving something a voice that you need to address, okay? So if you have a broken ankle, obviously it's gonna really hurt, so you need to go to the doctor and help get that fixed, right? Now, with a broken heart, with any kind of devastation, whether you're coming out of a toxic relationship, whether you have just suddenly found out that your partner's been cheating on you, or maybe it's taken a long time and it's relatively amicable, but it's just getting used to and adjusting to being on your own again, or just a different type of way of life. All these things take time, but can be painful whilst you're adjusting, okay? So pain is a voice that has been given to something that we need to address. So if we look at that, the worst thing we can do is avoid it. But we know there's so many avoidance tactics, right? To really facing up to what's going on. That might be you know, distracting yourself from the pain by going out more or drinking or eating more or partying more, whatever that is for you. It could be healthier, you could be exercising, full on all the time you could be throwing yourself into work anything not to address what is going on head on okay but what we need to do is face it head on because we need to find out and and have a conversation if you like with that voice to say okay what is really going on here and it comes back to that founding principle that I often talk about of getting clarity because getting clarity will give you more power Okay, not having clarity on what's going on around you, where you are in the breakup process, 
where you are potentially in a legal process, if you're going through a divorce and you're following that legal procedure, you're not understanding the jargon, not knowing what the future might hold or might look like for you is going to be something that keeps you stuck, but also keeps you in pain. So what we need to do is face it head on and get more clarity because clarity will give you power. It will give you power over understanding better what is happening and what your options are. If you can understand the different options, because when you're going through a breakup, we all become very myopic, okay? When you're going through any kind of pain, we tend to focus more on that. It has a debilitating impact on our ability to problem solve in a way that we would if we were at peace, if we were calm, if we didn't have any stress, right? So what's, what's happening is our mind is closing down and we're focusing on the most painful things. So getting more clarity is important. Whether you go to an expert who can help you in that particular area, whether it's finances or a legal expert or a coach, you know, somebody that can help you get more clarity. Because when you've got that deeper understanding, you can make better informed decisions. And as a byproduct, it will dial down the negative intensity of all those emotions that you're currently experiencing, okay? So first of all, when you've got that real pain, we need to address it, okay? We need to understand more about it. We need to know why it's happening, where it's coming from, so we can take some actions. It's about taking your control back and starting to put a plan together, okay? So you can face it bit by bit, step by step, but being supported with by people, friends, family, maybe experts in those areas who can help navigate and guide you through that process. It kind of puts a little safety net underneath you, okay? So you can relax a little bit and it dulls that pain, okay? It goes away to curing that pain because you're finding a solution that will help you move your way through. The challenge is if you stay in your wound and you don't get that clarity, you are going to stay stuck, okay? There is no way out, which is why I'm always saying, stop telling your sad story. Now, I had a client, Susie. She's a lovely lady. She's super sweet. She's very chatty. And when she came to me for her first session, she told me all about what was going on and her story. The challenge is when I asked her, who knows about this? How, who is in your support team? Instead of not really having that many people, Susie had so many people. She said, well, you know, I've got my friends and my best friend and then my school friends. But then I've told my friends from college, also told my friends from my uh, baby classes. They all know, obviously. Some of the mums at school know. I've also told my hairdresser because I see her quite a lot and she's really sweet. And well, the postman's always popping by and I do mention things to him. He always asks me how I'm doing. So I tell him what's been going on. And the list went on and on and on. Now, I know what it's like to be in the throes of a really tough breakup. And for some of us, me included, we do like to talk about it, okay? Because it helps us in a way. It's almost therapeutic because you get that love and connection with other people. And remember, love and connection is the number one human need. We all have it. And sometimes when we've lost that love connection with our loved one, getting that love and connection in form of sympathy and people being kind oh you know don't worry I oh, will pop over for a cup of tea or don't worry I'll have a little chat I'll make you feel better 
you know, that gives us a little boost. Naturally, it's perfectly normal. However, what also happens, which isn't positive, is that we're staying in that wound. We're not moving through it. In fact, what happens is we feel compelled. And Susie was saying this to me. She said, sorry, I just, when I go there, sometimes you know, at the hairdressers, I just want to sit down and it's the last thing I want to talk about. The other day she'd had a lot, a lot of work to do for the lawyers preparing for a court. And it was really intense. And she just wanted to go and relax and stop thinking about it. But she got there and her lovely hairdresser, who's now become a friend of hers, was asking her, so what's been going on? And she didn't feel she could say, oh, do you know what? I don't want to talk about it. She felt that would be rude or unfriendly. So she gave the next update, the next installment of what had been happening. And they connected and it was nice. But afterwards, Susie said she felt drained. And instead of going to get her hair done as like a little treat for herself and a little bit of happiness during her week, which had been pretty full on with all the legal jargon and paperwork, it was just reliving everything all over again. She said she felt so tired when she got back. She just curled up and fell asleep on the sofa and nearly forgot to pick her son up from school. So, are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated, heartbroken, sad and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available. Sarah Davison, best known as The Divorce Coach, and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup, take back your control, and start feeling happy again. Sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions, unhook from your ex, get back in the driving seat of your life, and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one -one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again. She said she felt so tired when she got back. She just curled up and fell asleep on the sofa and nearly forgot to pick her son up from school. So the challenge here is we've got to get out of the wound. We've got to get out of telling the story because that will definitely keep you stuck, okay? So what we need to think conscious is how do we separate people who wanna be there and support us, but not having to tell that story over and over again? Well, I always suggest to my clients that they write their breakup bucket list, okay? This is a list of everything you can do that you could maybe never have done when you were in your relationship, but now you can. So fun projects, things that are coming up for you, new areas you want to spend time doing or traveling or people you want to spend time with. Maybe you're volunteering somewhere. Maybe you're looking at a new job. Maybe, I don't know, you're thinking about changing your hair color, but new plans that you have for the future. So this gives you something else to connect and talk to your friends and support system about. So this time when the postman knocks at the door, Susie's got something else to talk about rather than the latest installment. She's saying, oh, do you know what? I'm getting really excited about. And then she's telling him about this little trip she wants to go on when things get easier with traveling. So 
Do you see how that gets her out of the wound? She's not constantly reliving because it's like picking a scab. It's never going to heal if that's all you're focusing on. Okay. And you're scratching it, scratching it, picking away at it all the time. So trying to get out of your wound is going to be key. Now, uh, people that can help you with that, friends and family, are awesome. So having your breakup support team around you of positive people that can help get you from where you are sort of across the river, if you like, so that you, you've got your team and you're going to get on this little journey and you're going to cross the river on the other side. That's where the happiness is. That's where your future starts. And yes, OK, you may have been through a tough breakup, but that doesn't define you anymore. It's not all consuming anymore. However, the challenge that comes with this, and this is a metaphor that I heard from Caroline Mice, who's awesome, by the way, definitely worth a listen. Uh, um, she's got podcasts and she's interviewed as a motivational speaker on lots of things. She said that this support group that gets you across the river quite often turns into a houseboat and people move in. <laughs> and that really made me laugh because I do see that a lot in my clinic. It becomes that almost support group that keeps you stuck. Now, these are well-meaning, lovely friends, family, support people around, okay? They don't mean to keep you stuck. In fact, they're just sharing love and connection with you. However, what happens is because you're getting that love and connection, sometimes it kind of compensates a little bit for the love that you've lost. So that becomes a full-time thing. So what we wanna do is just have that as a boat across the river, allowing those people to be there and give you that love and support, but redefining that love and connection when we get to the riverbank and we're off, because then we want to connect with them, still have them in your life, still cherish them and spend time with them, but make sure that connection is a healthy connection. So it's out of the wound, it's talking about future, maybe new things you're doing that you can maybe do with them or that they could support you with so they're still actively involved in helping you if those friends still want to continue to do that. You know, the thing is adversity in life is something that I think a lot of people these days see as, you know, it's a bad thing. You know, I've got a problem, this challenge has come up, you know, there are obviously some real traumas, some real horrific things going on in the world. So I'm talking, I'm not talking about those things. What I'm talking about is the challenges, the adversity, like going through breakups, which is awful, horrible, horrendous at that point in time, but you get through it and you come out the other side. And, you know, adversity can make you stronger if you learn to let go of it and move forward in a healthy way. And the other benefit that I see all the time is that adversity can really teach you some valuable life lessons that show you who you really are. It gives you an opportunity to step up, to become stronger from what you've learned and the tough challenges you've been through, but to turn that into something that maybe enables you to grow in a way that you never imagined you could ever grow before. Maybe it makes you able to help other people, make a difference to just even one other person in the world. You know, there are so many people that have been through tough times that I've interviewed on my podcast here, Heartbreak to Happiness. Kevin Parker went through an incredibly tough, traumatic journey and came out the other side and now helps other people who are going through addictions to recover as well. I mean, his story is mind-blowing. If you missed that episode, go check it out because it really did blow my mind and move me to tears at one point. 
I mean, I've interviewed so many incredible guests on this podcast of people that have turned that trauma into triumph. And I think actually when you're going through a tough time, listening to either inspiring stories like that or watching movies, you know, based on true stories where people have overcome the biggest of challenges, the most traumatic of life-changing events and come out the other side. There are so many movies that will really move you to tears, but actually give you a positivity. And what I find is that when you watch those movies, it resonates on some level that empowers you to go out and also claim your strength, learn from the lessons and become more and do more in your life. You know, I think sometimes we get bogged down with trying to be logical and rationalize why these things are happening to us. Why is this happening? What have I done to deserve this? You know, what I call those hamster wheel questions you'd have heard me talk about in previous episodes that really, really keep us stuck. You know, what's wrong with me? Why are they doing this to me? You know, what could I have done differently? Okay, that might be a question that you can ask to learn from things as long as it's not keeping you stuck. I think the key is to find your peace with the situation, no matter how difficult. Now, please, I don't underestimate for one moment how there is such a huge lack of peace. In fact, going through the family court system in my own personal experience and that with thousands of clients around the world in many different countries, it is a toxic environment to live in. It is anxiety causing, stressful, um, scary. You know, it creates massive fear and terror. You know, I have clients that suffer from panic attacks when they receive intimidating bullying letters from family lawyers who are acting for toxic partners on the other side you know there are well there is a very dark side to this process unfortunately and yeah, I think the challenge for lots of clients is they're trying to be logical and they're trying to rationalize well why is this happening and how can that be and well that's not true so therefore where's the justice and the thing is I think it gets to the point where it's about learning to find peace with what's going on. It's about understanding that maybe you're not going to trust the fact that life is always going to be a logical process or that it's going to work in a rational way. And maybe that you're not going to count on ordinary justice working the way that you would hope it would work, you would like it to work, you would think it would work. Because what that does is it stops you being disappointed because I think that disappointment that comes from also the confusion and the illogicality of the whole process when you realize it's just not working that way for you in that moment now that's not everybody of course some people find it's it's a great process and it's working for them and they get justice and it's great but if you're one of those people who's staying stuck and that's who this episode, I'm, I'm really aiming this for you, okay? Because I know there's so many people out there who are feeling tortured because there doesn't seem to be any progress, either with just letting go of their ex and moving forward or maybe going through the process of separating from their ex in the family courts. It can just want to make you feel like you're even going mad. And when you're in that time, I think one of the ways to help you with that is try to find your peace by just accepting that 
it's not working and it doesn't work the way maybe that you had hoped it would work. Okay. And when you can accept that it may not work the way you would like it to work or you had hoped it to work and give up those expectations and your need to understand why it's not working the way you would like it to work or had thought it worked or why certain people do the things they do, that enables you to step back. It enables you to take some control over you and your emotions because we can't control anyone else's emotions or reactions or behaviors. And, you know, that includes our ex, but also the people working with them in that divorce process, maybe as well. So learning to step out of that and to separate yourself from it and to give up those expectations, however tough that might be. And that doesn't mean giving up on the outcome working for you or giving up on the outcome that is fair for you or fighting to get justice. What it means is to disentangle yourself from that emotional roller coaster that you may have been strapped onto to give yourself some peace, to give yourself the ability to step away, if only for a moment, to start to get that clarity to make better decisions. Because it's not only a financial cost of going through this breakup, it's also the emotional cost, the toll it's taking on your mind and your body. And to disentangle yourself from that and be able to see it and accept that Sometimes things don't work out the way that we want them to, or we expect them to, or it might just be a little bit harder or tougher or a hell of a lot more harder and tougher than you had ever thought it would be. But taking that time out to say, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to have my support team to get me across that river, but I'm going to get off at the other side. I'm going to create a life that excites me, that fulfills me, that can give me that peace. I can give me that calm and I'm going to learn the lessons from this so that it makes me stronger. So not only do I feel more empowered, but I can go on and make a difference to others, whether that's your children, whether that's your friends and family, or whether that's on a much bigger scale. The power then becomes yours. You become the one in control of your own life and able to have a positive impact and turn that trauma into triumph and turn that pain into a positive, happy ending for you. Thank you for listening and allowing me to guide you from your heartbreak to your greatest happiness. I look forward to you joining me on our next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sara's virtual retreats. The retreats are a transformative combination of live webinars with Sara herself, coupled with empowering online video programs designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com, where you can also get a copy of Sara's free gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness. Heartbreak to Happiness.